So it's uh, been a while since a, I mean, it's going to be a while since a new MCU movie comes out, but whenever one does, we do have a natural tendency of ranking them amongst the previously released films. Everyone probably has their own personal ranking of MCU films, whether it be something that they write down, something that's kind of vaguely in their head, and they carry it around with them in discussions, and they swear by it. It just goes to show the diversity of opinions within the MCU fandom, but why do we do this? More importantly, how do we do this? What are the rules of rankings? And that's not even just the MCU. Why do we rank anything at all? So, this is episode 67 of AP Marvel. I am Chris Compendio. I got Izzy Show. Hi. And I got Anthony Payone. Hey, what's up? Not that much. You are working on your ranking, I think, right now. I don't know if you've... I am. Yeah. I am currently doing it. Yeah, so I'm curious. Um, do y'all consider it to be an important thing to have a carefully considered, curated personal ranking of MCU films? Like, Do you think that speaks to you in any way that you have one? And I'll ask Anthony first, since you're literally like putting yours together right now. <laughs> Yeah, for me, it fluctuates every month to every week, depending upon how which movie I rewatch, at what time I'm rewatching it, when I saw the first one initially. Um, yeah, I mean, I could watch Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 tomorrow, and it could be like my top five, because it's not in my top five right now. Right. Um, I'm thinking now about how the, the often sp- Spoken phrase, um, watching The Office is not a personality. Uh, do you think that? <laughs> the I mean, <laughs> yeah, no. Being a or fan of the MCU is not a per- is not a personality trait. It's a lifestyle. Oh, yeah. Nope. 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 Oh man, but um, Izzy, well, what do you think about <laughs> Izzy? What about you? What about your um? I guess your your stance on having MCU rankings. Do you think it's important? Do you do it just because it's like an obligatory thing, or do you do you really care that you have a number one and number twenty three? I guess it does feel like a bit a bit obligatory at, at times because I think the inevitable question does come up: like, what's your favorite Marvel film? Since there's a good number of them by now, I think. I think that's like standard for like I think although that's like standard for like almost every franchise. I remember for a long time like I didn't really have like they were all really good to me. I couldn't pin down a favorite, and then for me like then we honestly like only in the past few years like a few very recently just for me like the top check yeah like the top two like fluctuate all the time. Um, I'll get into it later. But yeah, I do think like, not just like MCU, but it does feel like there is sometimes like that obligatory-ish like feeling that like we should rank these ones, like we should decide which one's the best. But I think for the MCU, the big, I think sort of, I don't know if it's a debacle, but often I find like when you're rank, I, whenever I'm like, like, I try to re-rank them all the summer by re-watching everything and it did not work out because my statistics classes screwed me over, but like whenever like you like I guess yeah, whenever like you're re-ranking them, like you know which MC movies are generally bad. 
and you know which ones are pretty good like or even stellar but often like stuff in the middle will move around like all the time i i'm i'm pretty much in the same boat as you two i mean i feel like um it's a good icebreaker to have in conversation, you know, like it is not like you, you never want to be like the MCU guy. Although I think us as, as individuals have just kind of be, become that by nature of having yeah. this podcast. But, <laughs> you know, but when you're, when you're meeting someone or you're, you're trying to like, like to start a conversation with like a coworker or acquaintance or whatever, like it's, um, you know, movies generally come up and uh, whenever there's a big Marvel release, the, the the conversation might as well naturally gravitate to that. So kind of like, oh, yeah, what's your favorite? You know, oh, what? Why is that your favorite? I thought this was better. So and so. And that that kind of becomes a whole thing. So I think it's kind of like a, a fun trade in a way. I think the question is just like, how do you do it? And the, the reason I ask that is because um it's it's easy to dismiss these movies as like cookie cutter or what have you and i think we've you know for 60 something episodes we've tried to make the argument that that's not the case so mm -hmm. i feel like these movies are very different so how do you how do you measure how do you compare how do you rank um anthony again you're working on your list so like what is your methodology what is your uh method to the madness Oh, uh, the methods of madness is currently unfolding within my massively uh, pissed mm. off brain. Um, uh, excuse me. It's like it depends on the feelings that I had when I initially watched it, compared to feelings that I have currently of that film with you know social context involved. For example, like maybe a few years ago, I would have really liked Iron Man, but understanding the fact that it's very militaristic, I'm putting it way lower than I initially thought, even though that it has a lot of social context uh, when it comes to the film industry as a whole, as it kicked off the MCU, and it kind of sparked a lot of these things from other films. Um, yeah. Uh, combined with, you know, do the jokes still make me laugh? Uh, those types of things are, you know, added. And then, you know, when I have two films, when I have a film and then I have two movies on the opposite sides of it, um, I debate, okay, is this movie in the middle worse than the movie above it and better than the movie below it? And that's how I kind of uh, put it together. Like, yeah, for me, I have... Oh. oh, sorry. For me, I have Avengers Infinity War, then Doctor Strange, then Black Panther. And for me, Avengers Infinity War is better than Doctor Strange. And Doctor Strange is better to me, how I feel, not like a social context or anything else, uh, is better than, is more enjoyable than Black Panther. Anthony, you're almost giving away why, I guess, semi hot take. But like, I also <laughs> too much agree with like, and I think this is a, I very much like also fall in line with like okay is this like this movie like better than this one like when I'm plotting it in like I did this hypothetically like with like I think I, I did this like hypothetically like with Shazam just because like I personally loved it so much but like I was like slotting in like oh like like hypothetically oh if I'm like comparing this to, like a Marvel movie like where would I put it and like I was going like is this better than Ant-Man and the Wasp? Yeah. Is it better than Captain Marvel? Yeah. Is it better than Far From Home? Um, not sure. Yeah, I think I end up putting it like on that same level. But like that just goes to show you like 
I think it's so, like, it's, like, Shazam's an amazing film, and it's, like, if I put it against, like, all the Marvel films, it's, like, in the middle, but that just goes to show you how everything higher than that, like, is very good quality. Like, I usually, I usually just, like, by tendency, like, I think I've watched every film at least twice, and I think since... I I know I watched Doctor Strange three times in theaters, but like I want to say, I think Black Panther. By after Black Panther, I'd seen every Marvel movie in the theater twice except Ant Man and the Wasp. So like after that like repeat viewing, like then I sort of give it like then I can sort of like sort of solidify like a ranking spot, like because I think like the first time you watch a movie like so many personal things like can impact it like you could have had like a shitty day and watch like i'm just gonna name a random film like iron man 3 and you could and it could have made you feel like even less shitty or more shitty like depending on how you thought the movie was personally but like removing that context and you watch it again like you could have a completely different view oh spider-man homecoming is a perfect example i think chris and i felt similarly like the first time we were like Mm, I don't know how to feel about this, but then we watched it again and we like completely like almost like completely like changed how we felt about it. So like I think like I've just like just more recently I've tended to watch it twice and sort of like get to sort of like fan like fangirl out like on the first one a bit and like start to sort of set some initial thoughts and then the second time I do watch it I get to sort of discover all the little things and like sort of solidify some points and like sort of test like okay did this like work great did this like actually this is did this actually work great oh this is actually not really well executed like so for mo like yeah i guess long story short like for most marvel movies like tend to watch them twice and i try to like i try i guess to evaluate like more critically but definitely like personal enjoyment and like my theater experience is a big factor like end game i think has the biggest like sort of personal enjoyment like fan theater crowd energy i think out of almost every film in this list like i think that that's still like a very big factor but like it sort of turns like against like i guess the critical eye like yeah for example like if you had like a shitty day and like went to go like watch a movie and like that sort of view sort of yeah i guess like i don't know if like dampens but definitely like they can warp like the critical eye in a way. That was very long. <laughs> um, I'm looking at Anthony's list right now. I where is the first Iron Man movie? Anthony, we're oh, about the... Anthony, we're about we're gonna we're about to fight about many things. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. I I forgot to include that. Well, I'm a fucking dingus. You forgot to include uh, the first ever movie of the MCU. No, no. I mean, he I was just was... talking about how he was gonna put it lower. <laughs> like, yeah. No, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Anthony, we're about to fight. <laughs> hold on. Yeah, I know. I'm excited about this. Oh my okay. god. Yes, yeah, so I'm all excited to to fight. Chris, I think you missed this episode. When we talk about Far From Home, no, I can't. Think. Um, <sighs> I, 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 pretty sure I was there, but what, what did I forget? What did I miss? Oh my god, I'm so sorry, everyone. I just, I only remembered the off, the non-Earth scenes from Thor: The Dark World. 
So I had a, I, I initially put Iron Man below Thor the Dark World, and then I remembered the Earth scenes from Thor the Dark World. And then I had a oh my god. If they Chris, didn't need- have any Earth scenes, it would have made that movie ten times better. Chris, sorry. Yeah, I feel like Chris, you probably were there, but like uh, the big thing in my mind is just the vocal debates from like Thomas, like Anthony, and myself. And like, I think you were just like watching us like angrily moderate and debate and just like sort of being like, and like also, also like giving your own opinion, but also like, oh God, like what's happening? Um, yeah, I'll. I'll check back on that because I don't remember a goddamn thing over the summer. Um, of what? Speaking what of, do we do over the summer? Yeah, speaking of not remembering anything, um, my ranking, I just don't remember how I put this together, but I think if we read these out loud, um, do, you th- do you think we're ready for these? I think if we read these out loud, I'll realize holy shit, something needs to flip. <laughs> well, so do you want to go first? Here, here's what no, we'll I do. Should go we'll last, just, we'll I... read the lists first before we argue. Because after this, okay, yeah, I I was be, about to ask, like, uh, it'll be a good challenge if we try to come up with a group ranking between the three of us, say an official AP Marvel ranking of Marvel films. Yeah. So I don't know why you uh, from. Uh, so I, I think we should talk about this after we read all of them. But I think it depends on what we're gonna do. We should do the the like the way that Giant Bum does the ranking of fighters. Where we pick a film in the MCU, put it somewhere, put it like first, and then I need to the, give the context next... on what that is because that's the funniest shit ever. Um, I know, but uh, it's like, yeah, we'll talk about it once we get to the or the group ranking. Sorry. Um, should I go first with my individual ranking? Yes. I'm going to try to just read the names of the movies. I'm not going to try to back my decisions up and uh just let's let this go undisturbed let's just let's just read the lists first bada bing bada boom how's that sound yeah <laughs> yeah you're using my language all right all right yes speaking your native tongue all right i'm going number 23 i have for the dark world number 22 the incredible hulk number 21 avengers age of ultron Number 20, Iron Man 2. Number 19, Captain America, the first Avenger. Number 18, Ant-Man. Number 17, Thor. Number 16, Captain Marvel. Number 15, Spider-Man Far From Home. Number 14, Doctor Strange. Number 13, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Number 12, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number 11, Iron Man 3. Number 10, Iron Man. Number nine, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number eight, The Avengers. Number seven, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Number six, Avengers Infinity War. Number five, Avengers Endgame. Number four, oh, wow. That sort of slipped right there. Number four, four, Ragnarok. Number three, Black Panther. Number two, Captain America Civil War. Number one on Chris Campagno's MCU list, Captain America, The Winter Soldier. All right. Um, all right. I guess I'll go next. Um, so number 23, I have The Incredible Hulk. Number 22, Iron Man 2. 
Number 21, Thor The Dark World. Number 20, Thor. Number 19, Avengers Age of Ultron. Number 18, Iron Man 3. Number 17, Ant-Man. Number 16, Ant-Man and the Wasps. Number 15, Captain Marvel. Number 14, Spider-Man Far From Home. Number 13, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number 12, Thor Ragnarok. Number 11, The Avengers. Number 10, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Number 9, Captain America the First Avenger. Number 8, Iron Man. Number 7, Captain America the Winter Soldier. Number 6, Captain America Civil War. Number 5, Avengers Infinity War. Number 4, Avengers Endgame. Number 3, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number 2, Black Panther. And number 1, Doctor Strange. Okay. Now we got my list. Number 23, The Incredible Hulk. Number 22, Thor. Number 21, Thor The Dark World. Number 20, Iron Man. Number 19, Iron Man 2. Number 18, Captain America The First Avenger. Number 17, Iron Man 3. Number 16, Avengers Age of Ultron. Number 15, Captain Marvel. Number 14, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Number 13, Ant-Man. Number 12, The Avengers. Number 11, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Number 10, Guardians of the Galaxy. Number 9, Spider-Man Homecoming. Number 8, Black Panther. Number 7, Doctor Strange. Number 6, Avengers Infinity War. Number 5, Captain America Civil War. Number 4, Spider-Man Far From Home. Number 3, Avengers Endgame. Number 2, Captain America The Winter Soldier. And then number 1, Thor Ragnarok. Well, there you have it. That's the end. Uh, no. Um, it. Yeah. Bing, bang, boom. No discussion at all. <laughs> uh, we, we totally agree with all three of these rankings. They are all fine. Uh, no problems. Nothing to be said here. I was So I was comparing all three of our rankings side by side because we have them all like, typed out. Um, I, I was surprised. I was like, I guess, interesting. It was interesting for me to find. I don't think any of, I think, like for all like for us like all the spots like are different we don't like we'd all we all like ranked everything in different places like for example like well i guess to make it simple understand like we didn't pick like one movie to be like number 13 like even like like the closest ones were like number 23 anthony i had the incredible hook and then chris you put yeah, i mean it's, it's not the number designation it's the order really it's yeah because like, even like one little but yeah like it's I guess it was interesting to me, like, how we didn't, I guess, share anything, like, all three of us, like, in tandem. Like, maybe we got two, but it was never, like, we all felt similar about, like, one movie, which I think shows, for one, like, how rankings are so different. And, like, I missed this part, like, when I was first talking, but, like, I think someone's favorite MCU movie, like, it says a lot about, like, a person. Like, even though, like, I think most people will still pick, like, Captain America, The Winter Soldier, I think it's still, like... So I think it still like says a lot like about like what film they pick and like what they're drawing to like what they like in movies and like it's like for me it's always super interesting to hear like someone's favorite Marvel movie because it says so much about them. That being said, yeah. and I'm gonna start off. Can I start off debate? Well, I was gonna say like it was something that I was gonna get to before was that you know it, it's not necessarily like the number that we were put in, but it's the order because the order kind of affects your feelings about the previous film and about the films before it. Yeah. Like it's spot, like 
just because one movie, say Iron Man is number 10, doesn't really mean anything unless you know what your 11 and your 9 are. That's why when I was going through my, you know, my order, that's how I was thinking about it. Now, Izzy, you can rail me unless you wanted Chris to say anything. I don't know why you use the verb rail. That's, uh, I don't know. That is a, I've been using the wrong verbs uh, for the past uh, four weeks. So um, I use the word bondage. (laughs) I use the word bondage to represent someone who has a bond. And by bond, I mean like financial bond. Uh, I was I said giving you shit in for a phone call. You're like Tobias Funke in in Rest Development. <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of Tobias energy. Mm. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. That is just probably bad. But you know, however, I will. Thank you. I love you guys too. It is interesting though because our Avengers Endgame placement is three, four, and five. Wow! Look at that. Oh, the <laughs> Um, I want to give context to the the giant bomb comparison you made, Anthony, because the uh, I, I was thinking of two different things that they do. Number one, they have this very silly segment, uh, the Survivor City show called Ranking of Fighters, and the premise is that they are going to rank every single fighting game of all time. And the joke, of course, is that there are like. I don't know, like thousands. something thousands. thousands of fighting games. So they do like one or two at a time, and they're like, "Oh, it turns out there are a lot of fighting games. We gotta, we gotta ramp this up a little bit." Um, and they they only rank them comparing to the ones that they have played. So mm-hmm. you know, they might start with like Battle Arena to Shinden, and they're like, "All right, well, Battle Arena Shinden is the uh, number one fighting game of all time, as far as we know." Um, also in last place, uh, Battle Arena to Shinden. It's it's like it's, it's just really <laughs> fucking stupid. And, and well, they always I... <laughs> keep saying that it, it's science. This is science that they do. They we're gonna scientific. We got the the beakers, the test tubes. Uh, we got money from the from this grant, and it, it's 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 really really fucking stupid. Um, and the, the hilarious part is like when people share their list. Which is like obviously incomplete because they're they will never finish ever. Uh, but they might share it on like I don't know a forum like Reset Era or something like that. And people seeing that list out of context will just flip out <laughs> because it just doesn't make any sense. Like where's Street Fighter Two? It's like they're they're just well they haven't played Street Fighter Two yet. Game. Yeah, no, no, the the science hasn't gone there yet. Um, also their their game of the year deliberations they they come up with a top 10 list every year and that's always the most contentious thing because they have to come up with it as a group so they, and then you start to see like them like negotiating like okay I'll, I'll i'll be okay with this in number five if you think that uh if you support me on this to, for to be number two or something like that it gets like, i love that really it is it's some vocal. of my favorite stuff to watch it gets kind of bitter and i feel like it kind of brings out like the most annoying parts of these people that i very much like to follow but uh you know it, it's 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 fascinating it's it's the social science it's fascinating that. Yes, um, it, it's, it's like science, a, it's as we experiment. said. Yeah, it's a, it's science. So, um, I I don't know how arbitrary your own rankings are. Like, are you comparing them to each other? Like, because I don't know how to compare, um, Thor Ragnarok and Black Panther. Like, I think I put Black Panther over Thor Ragnarok, but like, honestly, it's kind of a tie between them, and they're both very different movies. So hmm. I I don't. Man, I, I'm, I'm like starting to, you know, at the last second, 
while someone was talking, I actually switched Endgame and Infinity War. <laughs> I put Endgame over Infinity War as opposed to um, the other way around, which I had it mere like a minutes before this episode started. Um, wow. Yeah, no. Yeah, I like. There. I remembered that like I, I guess like when I rewatched Iron Man, I forgot how much I loved it. Like the, like the um, I don't remember because I'm saying like umpteen time rewatching it. And so like, but I forgot to put it higher. So like I did that like super quickly. Or like announcing it. Like for me, I actually would have I actually had Infinity War higher in my rankings. Like above movies that came out like th- like higher than Civil War, higher than Winter Soldier. But because Endgame came out, and I've said this before, it me actually made me not like Infinity it made me like Infinity War less. Which is interesting. Interesting. And my reasoning for that is because the moments that I really, really enjoyed, not the character moments, but like the action moments, because the character moments in that film are so good. It's not like I dropped Infinity War much lower. Um, it's that the the things that got that made me feel good about watching that movie, that made me feel that I enjoyed from watching it, whether it be funny moments. Uh, action moments, good character moments, good character beats, um, still played out in Endgame in a way that was much more, uh, I felt, um, uh, distinct, um, detailed, um, and and frankly, better than in Infinity War. Sure. Um... So, Izzy, I want you to um, scrutinize Anthony's uh, ranking since you were kind of preluding to that earlier. Um, yes. What, how, like, what, what issues do you have? I mean... Spider-Man Far From Home is too high. I was That's surprised about that as well. Yeah. I really like Far From Home, and it's also because I really like Mysterio. To add, I only watched it once. Maybe if I watched it a second okay. time... I watched it twice. I would feel differently. I explained this a little bit in like the Far From Home episode we did, but it typically takes me... Tom Holland's Spider-Man movies are great, and I think he's the best Spider-Man iteration we've had, but it's always taken me a second viewing to really appreciate a Far From Home viewing, and I still think Homecoming is better. I think like... So I also, in addition to ranking the movies, I also like to rank MCU villains because I think it's so fascinating that like, yes, like there is a villain problem, but like I think we've seen Phase 3 they are getting a little bit better with like Killmonger and like Mysterio, I think is one of the best MCU villains we've had. Like I, did I rank him yet? No, I did not, but he's definitely like, Oh God. Yeah. He's definitely like top five or six. I don't know if he's better than Vulture yet. I don't think he is, but like Mysterio is like still one of the best villains we've had. But like, I think for me personally, the quality of the film is so much more, like up and down and like not as consistent compared to far to homecoming and i think the inconsistencies in the film do not make up for the like incredible third act that like far from home had mm-hmm. that was that's a good detail that's a good breakdown yeah still wouldn't change my opinion yeah, <laughs> yeah i just want to get that off my chest again <laughs> yeah no for for me like it's it's like it's like one of the reasons why like I enjoy Doctor Strange more than Black Panther is not only because they are two different movies, but because I like the aesthetic, like the visuals of Doctor Strange 
and it overpowers for me the character building of Black Panther. I like the building, the the character building of Guardians of the Galaxy, and the comedy of Guardians of the Galaxy One more than I like the visuals and the comedy of Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. I think we should put this to actual uh, paper now if we're gonna kind of start comparing the films together. So I think we should try to start from the bottom as a group and see if we can come to a consensus of the worst MCU movie. <laughs> like, I honestly was thinking, like, the reason why I wanted to do the ranking of fighter style was because we, like, pick a, a movie, we say Captain America, the first Avenger, it goes in first, and then we pick another movie, Avengers Age of Ultron, and then we debate, is this is Age of Ultron better than Captain America, the first Avenger? And then we would say, okay, it is. And then we put that in there. I take way more time. <laughs> okay, no, I that's fine. Like starting from the bottom and like just coming up, just trying to come up with a clean list, I think, as, as a trio. Okay. Yeah, and I think like also like our opinions about the movies and the other rankings will come out as we're making the group ranking. Exactly, yeah, totally. All right, all right, let's start from the bottom. I think I can comfortably say that we can put Incredible Hulk at the bottom. Uh, Thor The Dark World. Thor The Dark World is worse than The Incredible Hulk. I don't think so. I think The Incredible Hulk has, one, no character building, only a couple of action sequences that mean nothing, and three, uh, Edward Norton is no longer in the MCU. No character building. I love the entire premise of, like, he is trying to, like, come up with measures to prevent him from becoming the Hulk. I love that opening sequence of him, like, he's, like, doing breathing exercises, and he's, like, doing all these different, all, all these different things. He has a heartbeat monitor and just watching scenes like that that's such a perfect setup for scenes like he is like running around he's like running on the rooftops of rio away from these agents and then like he is cornered um and in, it's like this really horrifying moment where he turns to the hulk like i i love like visual storytelling like that and then again there are also just like funny moments like oh he wants to bang betty ross but his heart rate monitor starts going off that was I that's been done before that happened in the angly that happened in the angly hulk movie i no, could not like no, it did not that happened in the yes, one movie i was like I cringed at the entire thing. It's like, you know what's coming, and like, I'm sorry, Liv Tyler. Like, just Liv Tyler's like just dumb face and that scene. Like, <laughs> you look like so like oh, Bruce. I'm like, literally, like, what are you doing? Like, I, it just, it. She played off as so like damsel in distressy that I was just like, I don't think any, I, I don't understand. I guess where the characterization I guess came from from her. I think. The reason why I would say the Incredible Wall Hulk is worse than Thor Dark World, because I think the Incredible Hulk is the one movie in the MCU I have watched and have wanted to end. I think I haven't granted I haven't watched Thor Dark World in a while, but I was watched I was rewatching the Incredible Hulk and I was like, God, when is this over? Like I agree with Chris, like that the character development is really great and it is a lot of like wasted potential, but like I was waiting for that movie to be over. The reason why I like Thor The Dark World better than The Incredible Hulk is because of the fact that um, of just the all the sequences on Asgard and the escape scene from Asgard really got me over the top. Really like... Uh, do you mean it, the part when they are all saying the same phrase over and over again and it's supposed to be funny? 
if you portray Thor, I'll kill you. And I don't know the audience chuckles, I guess. And then Valley Portman slaps him in the face and he says, I like her, which is the most cliched bullshit ever. It's a bad movie. <laughs> and during uh, this moment, I moved Thor the Dark World down a peg. As I, as I remember, as I remember it more. Here's a here's a funny moment. Um, and, um, Bruce Banner jumping out of a helicopter, thinking he's not going to transform, and saying "Oh shit!" But the shit being cut out when he's falling down. I think that's a great moment. Like I think that's like I don't know. For me, I was like, okay, that's like classic, like sort of MCU humor trying to like avoid. Like I guess, like yeah, I feel like that was like more classic MCU humor. I will say that like since most of my I guess criticisms for Hulk over I guess Thor Dark World are based on the fact that I do not know Thor Dark World. I don't remember Thor Dark World a lot. I feel like that also says a lot. <laughs> um, How about this? We talk about what makes Thor the Dark World worse. Um, Stellan Skarsgård running around uh, Stonehenge naked. Um, uh, the I, 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 I thought that was bad, but I don't know. I found it, I found it just entertaining. I was not entertaining at all. No. Bad moment of cinema. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't even call it cinema. Christopher Eccleston was a boring villain, whereas like Tim Roth has some charisma. I think that Crystal, I think Christopher Eccleston is wasted. I think that. Oh, I, he wishes he wish he were like wasted. Like I think that, like by wasted, like no, like I don't mean like wasted, like trash, like drunk. I mean like his his talents. Oh, I mean, yeah, I'm sorry, wish you. Oh, I see. I see. He said he'd. Hey, I just want to remind everyone. <laughs> I want to remind our listeners that yes, Christopher Elkelston was in the MCU as uh, Malekith and Thor: The Dark World. For those that may have forgotten. <laughs> but yeah, I think like one of the worst things about Thor: The Dark World was that it was so glaring that Thor needed an upgrade. Like Thor, Dark, like his like sort of Shakespearean like straight-ish man wasn't working, which is why he got that revamp in Thor Ragnarok. I think like that is, I think it was just the most, just the most glaring I think in that movie. And it was the biggest problem among many others. Alright, which one's 23, which one's 22? Because these are both definitely our bottoms. Uh, I am I have not been moved on the absurd idea that Thor 2 is better than I can compromise and say that Thor 2 is worse. Worth. Yeah, I can compromise. Um, well. Oh, sorry, Chris. <laughs> so both <laughs> the bottom of the barrel. The They're both bottom of the barrel for me. So it's incredible Hulk. Yeah, I'm saying they're both bad. So honestly, it doesn't really matter which one you put for me, uh, because they're both terrible. I think a consensus pick for 21 would be I... Iron Man 2. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, th- th- um, here's the thing. What do you, I don't what, know. I really like that. What do you? I guess. I, I, Justin Hammer in that movie really redeems a lot of the bad stuff with Whiplash. I mean, you, you're right, but, I mean, but like, if we're going by ranking of fighters rules, what, like, what is the worse table? than yeah. Iron Man two? In best. I would put. I would say Thor one. Thor created a <laughs> no, legendary no. for our class. I need a horse. <laughs> I, need Thor, a- I need a horse is a good line. I'm not saying that it's not a great line. It is uh, Thor one is a more watchable and like like it is a cleaner story arc. Whereas Iron Man two, as much as I like 
the story arcs of that movie, I think there are too many of them. Yeah, I would I think it's a messier movie. Thor 1 is just more palatable. So just look at that. Just, just watch that movie and just look how visually different it looks from all the other MCU movies. I really like that, as obnoxious as some people find it. Even with like, the 50 Dutch angles, like I do agree it's a more consistent story. <laughs> it is like, it's a more consistent movie, like filmmaking wise. I think, I do agree, Justin Hammer does redeem a lot of parts and it is like still kind of fun. But like Iron Man 2's plot lines are very similar to Tony's erratic behavior in that is erratic. Also, Thor, the, like, the first Thor, has been a meme machine for our class. I think it deserves this one win. Good. How was class today? <laughs> uh, I didn't go. Um, I was, I had to, I was, I was coming back here, actually. It's okay. Yeah, I was coming back here to record this. But they did Avengers and Iron Man 3 today. Oh my god, you guys are going so fast. We we gotta, we gotta, oh, there's too many. many fucking, I forgot how many fucking movies there are. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay, so during this discussion, I moved Iron Man 2 down one and I moved Iron Man above it. Uh, we'll get into more about the discussion later. <laughs> but look, mine, mine fluctuates because I think about a singular moment that got me really excited about it. And then I think about all the good qualities about it. And then I think about all the bad qualities of the movie that I'm putting yeah, below here, it. Here's my example of that. I used to have Ant-Man the Wasp one space below Ant-Man. Ant-Man the Wasp is now five, five ranks above Ant-Man 1 because I just realized how much I really like that movie. A good movie. Like recently, yeah. 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 Um, are could we possibly do Iron Man 2 as 21 and Thor as 20? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. See, here we go. We're, we're, we're compromising, we're um, negotiating. I feel like, but I feel like, Chris, I feel like you're dominating this discussion. Uh, it's because I'm right. <laughs> I think, I, no, uh, I think like we're all like, you can stand uh, your ground if you want. But also, these are no. like the lower ones, so it's like I think in the higher. It, yeah, yeah. When we get to the higher ones, that's when we're gonna really get sure. into it. Sure. Anyone have any proposals next? I the bottom I think... the bottom ten the bottom the bottom yeah. ten are the the ones that are the least. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I'm I'm not too fond. I have. I take issues with Age of Ultron and the first Avenger. Captain America one. Um, I, I, what what else is on your what is on your bottom? Okay, list? I'm gonna oh, fight. Bottom. So um, everything. Did you, I do anything below sixteen. So um, we have for so we have Iron Man, Age of Ultron, First Avenger, and Ant Man. Uh, for you, Chris. For Izzy, you have Age of Ultron and Ant Man. Yeah. That's it. Age of Ultron and Ant-Man. And then for me... Age of Ultron is pretty below our and then I And then I have Age of Ultron and Captain America, the first Avenger. I, yeah, I would... I'd be the first one to argue that Captain America, the first Avenger, should be higher. So... Um, I think Age of Ultron is our next lowest one. I enjoy Age of Ultron, even with all of its terrible flaws. It just... I don't know. I just like... I mean, maybe it's the action part of me that enjoys, like just watching it and throwing it on, but there are also parts of that movie that are just exhaustingly boring. 
And I, I like the idea of Age of Ultron a, a lot, and then I I put it on and like fuck fuck <laughs> this move. No, yeah, you know what? You know what? You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna move Age of Ultron down one, and I'm gonna move Iron Man three up <laughs> because I realized how fucking boring Age of Ultron was, and I and I realized that like do you what? Know fuck it. I'm gonna move Age of Ultron down. I'm gonna move Captain America: First Avenger above it because at least Captain America: First Avenger at least has an aesthetic. Um. Holy, yeah, yeah. It has, like I was an gonna... actual, like you know, like an actual, like cinematography, uh, set design, um, costumes that are actually like, good, like good. You know, like you know, I was thinking about our <laughs> class. You know, I was actually thinking about the class. You know, I'm thinking about Rocketeer, the, Rocketeer, man. and like the the <laughs> steampunk, steampunk aesthetic. So. Yeah, the thing is glowing. There's lens flare in that movie. Historical action. Yeah, I'm, I'm lens flare. I'm bumping. I'm bumping. People turning to dust when they get hit by a blast. So yeah, I, I actually, I, I argue that actually, uh, Captain America is better than, uh, is better than Iron Man. Um, uh, yeah, because I, because I, I, I would, I, because I enjoy, because like, I don't know. I just felt like Iron. I, I, it's not that. It's not that Iron Captain America is better. It's just that I just haven't enjoyed Iron Man as much. I find I don't know going back and rewatching it just kind of like just super militaristic and just kind of like things that are done in it have been done better in other movies. I actually almost put the so I put these two films more higher up, but I almost put. Iron Man and Captain America the First Avenger at like the same level because I think they're both very similar in that yes they are both introducing this very core member of like the team to follow and they do it so well in a way that really I guess unpacks his character and like mm -hmm. helps him to grow I think it's almost like like Iron like the Iron Iron Man and the First Avenger are almost like two sides of the same coin like Iron Man shows like how a man like at his lowest, like how he rises up and Captain America, the first Avenger shows like how this man, like he's suddenly shot to greatness, but then you see his quote unquote demise, like him crashing, like the, you know, him crashing the plane. I think like the storytelling arcs between the storytelling arcs and like sort of core themes of like, you know, their origins, like, and you know, their own self-discovery, they're very, the tracks are very similar. And I think they both execute, very well to their respective degrees and both highlight like a lot of personality traits in the characters that will soon to grow and love. And I do think like the first, I will personally say first that the first venture, I think gets shut out a lot because it is like, you know, as good as like, I think it is as good as like it's other more well loved siblings. Um, but I would, I would, Oh, I guess getting back to the film in hand, I would slot Age of Ultron at number 19, because, like, I was going to argue for Anthony, like, yeah, like, maybe you like Age of Ultron a little bit more, but, like, not, like, not by much. Like, I think, like, that, I think the synthesis of, like, trying to achieve a better sequel just sort of flopped in every, almost flopped in almost every which way, and I think, I think Scarlet Hair, excuse me, even with like the introduction by Scarlet Witch, like nothing, I guess, really. I she can't save that movie, you know, which sucks. 
Um, are we in agreement on Age of Ultron as 19? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're throwing at the same time. <laughs> we need one uh, person on... Chris, you just take it over. I don't want to accidentally cut you off anymore. <laughs> okay. Now part of me thinks that Iron Man 2 is better than Age of Ultron. No, we put Iron Man 2 there already. Oh, in my in my list. Oh. Sure. Uh, oh, wait. Age of Ultron just is, has entertaining moments. And actually has a consistent plot. Yeah, yeah, they try to pick up the hammer. It's just cute, I guess. Uh, yeah, that's cute, you know. Yeah. Alright, on to 18. Um, we're so, do... I think the two films that like we all had like, around here were like, Iron Man, for Anthony, it was Iron Man, Captain America, the first Avenger. Um, Iron Man 3 and Ant-Man for myself. Um, and Ant-Man and Thor for Chris, which is already taken, so Captain Marvel. I think, like, I think for... Iron Man, Captain America, like, we all, we place Iron Man, Captain America in, like, wildly different places. So, like, if you want to defend those, I think I'd like to hear it. But, actually, no, these are all over the place. I think the one consistent film here between all of us is Ant-Man. Do you have Captain America, the first Avenger, really fucking high? Me? Yes. Yeah, it's number seven. No, it's number nine. Number nine. Why would you have it so... F- you have it above fucking Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? Hold the fuck up. I, you have it above the Avengers? Yeah, I think it's a... I think, like... like I You just heard me talk about how I thought Iron Man and the first Avenger are, like, two sides of the same coin. Like, I think... Yeah, the, but, like... I think I, the... Like, I don't middle- know. See, that's why you gotta compare the film to the other films around it. And I because, did. Yes, I did. No, because- I like thought about Guardians too. Like for a hot minute, I'm like, am I really putting this above Guardians two? And I Guardians thought- two yes. has an incredibly intense story about what it means to have a father, and the first Avenger doesn't have that. Yeah, I do. It does. The storytelling and the writing is phenomenal, but I think like there were like. I don't know. I think like the first venture just like was a stronger film in like what it establishes like for the future and then like the character development of Steve Rogers. But it, let, it, let me intervene here. Yes, let me yes, intervene here. Yes, yes please. As someone as someone who has volume two over volume one, I'm going to contradict myself and say that Dude, how many movies like ever have you ever seen that have or like TV shows have daddy issues? I think the first Avenger is interesting for having a story of what does it mean to be a morally good person in a time of war? You know, why choose this dope over all of these like meatheads who's so down for killing people? Um, and I just think that's a that's I don't know. I thought they'd. I, I thought it was cheesy at the time, but like I, I've I've like really come around to it uh, recently of that story, and I love Volume Two. It's like way above for the first Avenger on mine, but like I don't think that, um, in terms of originality, I don't think like Guardians really has that. Oh, okay. So I think what I'm trying to get at is that I that is one aspect for me that I really enjoyed in Volume Two. Compare and the reason why volume two comes up is because Izzy's ranking has it if you're keeping track at home. Um, so <laughs> yeah, everyone's writing down, and everyone write, write it, wrote it down as we time. were saying it so they could keep track yeah, yeah, yeah. of our fucking game of games. Okay, so I think what we need to figure out then is Chris, do you have any good points on why Captain America, uh, Captain America, the first Avenger should be, should be ranked 18? 
Um, you know, talking about it out loud, I'm really listening to how much more I like the first. It's like the least favorite of my favorites. You know, I think it's, I think it's a solid movie that is just a little rushed in the middle and has really hilariously bad CGI. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if that movie is going to age as well as some of these other ones. Um, I. I actually might just like throw that above Ant Man in my personal list right now, just because the more I talk about it, the more I'm like, you know what, that movie was all right. Yeah, I think we should talk about Ant Man though. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm not. I don't want to put Ant Man at the 18. I really enjoy. I enjoyed Ant Man. It was one of like this first. You know, it's this wacky movie. It's placed really weirdly. You know, as an epilogue after Age of Ultron. I really kind of appreciated it as this kind of like, like you know, pun intended, small time, you know, story. And it kind of felt like, okay, I'm excited to see where Marvel is going to be going in phase three. We have, we know what these films are going to be. You know, these are going to be wild and interesting films. So I'm just kind of interested. What are they going to take with this? How are they going to institute this character into the rest of the MCU? I really enjoyed it. I did not feel anything like what I just explained to you from Captain America, the first Avenger. Well, I think, I think, I, here's the thing also, I love Ant-Man. I love that movie. I think that for all the production troubles it went through and like changing their director last minute, like I think it mm-hmm. is a, like that film should honestly very much be applauded for like how well of a job it pulled off and still being like a fun, I laughed every time I watch that movie, like, I, it should be applauded for, like, I guess, the effort it has put in, and, like, the turnaround it has gone through, like, this is, and to still make a film of that quality, and I think it does get, like, shot on by, like, a lot of critics, because they also, like, most lists you'll see put Ant-Man also, like, in, like, that lower, like, that, that, like, sort of higher, like, 18, 19 range, but I do think, like, it deserves, like, oh, it deserves, like, a lot of, like, accommodation, and, Raise, like for the work it was able to do and to still pull out like a quality movie i think i think the storylines in ant-man are like compelling like i think hope and like hang like that's a very interesting story and like the duality of fathers but i think the performances are stronger in captain america like chris evans like stanley tucci like Haley atwell like and also i fucking hate yellow jacket that's my that's like that, like no, that, that's movie. very fair. That's very fair. But I also hate, you know, generic, not a generic Nazi man with red face. The Red Skull is an iconic villain in Captain America lore. That doesn't mean he's good in the movies, but Yo, yes, he flipped out when he showed up in Infinity War. No one's going to flip out if, if fucking uh, Corey Stoll shows up out of nowhere. Like, I, I there's something. No, like, because the reason why I flipped, I flipped out in Infinity War. When that happened, because I was just like, oh, I pre- we all predicted this in the theories. Ah, oh, this is where he ended up. I didn't expect this is where he would end up, but he came back. Ah, oh. like it was predictable that that character would end up there. Because yeah, people care about him more. <laughs> yeah. Because um, we didn't know, know. Hugo where he ended just... Hugo Weaving, like, chewing scenery as, like, a, 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 a mad German scientist, I think is really fun to watch. Not knocking down Ant-Man any more than I already did. I already knocked him down two places. I will say that, like, 
Like, this is what I was talking about earlier. Like, all these films are very good. Like, even, like, just for my example, I, like, love, I love Ant-Man. For me, it's number 17. That's really, that's how Marvel movie rankings are. Like, they're all quality films. Like, but they are low, like, they might be lower than you think because everything above them is just this really stellar quality. So, like, mm -hmm. I, and so, like, I think, like, that's, we're gonna face like also like we're gonna face that a lot like as we're gonna continue ranking these and we're already at like an hour so like we should keep going because my bedtime is in an hour so i like similar to you and similar to you anthony i we're i don't want to put captain america like at this the first avenger at this level point i don't okay. think it's and that. we need then because we're still at 18 so exactly <laughs> No, I mean like Chris, you you. I see that you moved Captain Marvel further down. Did, and yes. you moved Ant Man further down. That's why I'm thinking like. And you moved put... Thor up, Bruh! Yeah. I love that. Is it's a it's a solid movie. Wow, oh, this is this is wild. I don't know how we're gonna. I don't know how we're gonna keep doing this if we keep changing our own rankings. Yeah. So let's. Okay, we're gonna. I'm gonna set this now. No one can touch their rankings from now on. Like I haven't touched mine since like the start of this episode. Like That's I'm, <laughs> like I'm. Okay. I'm putting my foot down metaphorically and saying that you cannot touch anything above the third right. page. That is a fair rule. Up, up uh, upwards of group, no touchy. <laughs> a fair rule. All right. Um, I'm gonna propose just to end this um, suffering. Ants Man at 18 and First Avenger at 17. But I agree. That's fine. I accept. I accept the fate of the 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 movie that bears the name. My name. We can we can revisit this? I, I, I like in the later discussions. It's not recommended, but we can absolutely like go back and be Black like, Widow and and any turtles come out. Like, we revisit. Uh, right. I, I, I'm saying it. later on tonight. Like if like um we put a movie above First Avenger and Izzy's like, wait a minute, why is that movie better than First? Avenger? Like we can revisit. Yeah, like, I'm fine with um, eighteen, but like. For, I'm probably with Ant-Man, but like for Captain America, I will still the first Avenger. Like I'll probably still sure, fight a little sure. harder. Um, um, sixteen. So we have Iron Man three for Anthony, Ant-Man and the Wasp for myself. Um, and Thor, you move that. Captain Marvel is what we missed. Captain Marvel's not looking great in our I, rankings. I I think I'm comfortable putting that there. I think like I, I don't know. I feel like I feel like Iron Man uh, Iron Man three is very good. It has a lot of really good Actually, elements. Yeah. I love the buddy cop stuff, but I feel like I feel like Captain Marvel is a better or it's it's a better origin story than the movies that we have below it, which is Captain America: The First Avenger and Thor. And I feel like I don't know. That's that's kind of like what I have currently. Well, this is just me being me, but I don't think Captain Marvel is a better origin story than the First Avenger. Ah, um, uh, we know, Izzy. Okay, but like lot. I think that. I'm trying. To, I, I I guess I guess putting Iron Man three on the table is like very interesting. I think that I think I guess for on the personal like scale, like it might not like for a few of us like the Mandarin twist and the backlash from that. Like I think that like for some of us, like maybe it'll dock a few points. Like just I guess with that, like the whitewashing. But like, but like I also feel like the Mandarin as a whole of a character is unnecessary and important and unimportant. Yeah, the focus, I think what Iron Man 3 deserves, like, a trophy for is, like, 
the conclusion of like Tony Stark's like sort of man to suit out like storyline. I think that should be commended, and it is there is a lot more I think developed than I mean it was more, it's more developed because it had two other movies. But like I don't know I. I like. I also I, like Captain Marvel. Yeah. I think Iron Man three is a fun romp that has a lot of momentum. Whenever you watch it, I think it's just a fun movie to watch. Whereas I would rewatch Captain Marvel and I feel nothing. I yeah. think that Ooh. the only interesting thing in that movie is the Fury Carol dynamic. I like Ben Mendelsohn as an actor and as a person in general. I like Maria. But I, 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 I feel like that movie is just a lot of nothing. Yeah, I feel like... I just don't feel excited watching Captain Marvel. There are parts... Okay, there are parts of it that are enjoyable. There are parts of it that are enjoyable. There are elements of it that are good. There are acting elements that are good. There are character elements that are good. But I think putting it all together, it just feels kind of... It's fine. So I'm putting Captain Marvel 16? Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I, is and it's still a bummer because I really wanted to like that movie a lot, and I, I just, I, it, it, it's just like listening to the commentary of that with um, Bowden and, and Fleck is even the commentary is boring. They're just like Ooh. saying IMDb trivia. Like I couldn't finish it. <laughs> I have no offense. Again, I love Half Nelson. Half Nelson is an excellent movie, but I don't think they're a good fit for this movie. I have a small proposition, and I'll shut up. Um, Captain Marvel, um, First Avenger over Captain Marvel? Yes. You think, Anthony? Yeah. No, 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 no. I was still not, I was still not going <laughs> to see that point. No. I was still not going to see that point. I... I'll let you two solve that, because I'm, those are not, interchangeable. For me. I'm not, I'm not going to, I'm not going to flex. I think that. Captain Marvel will age better in terms of visuals than First Avenger. I yes. don't visuals. Is, I don't visuals. Do that last that space fight was rough. Her 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 face looks kind of messed up with the Those mask space on. Scenes and... were rough, man. Aging visually, um, like I I I will. I am like those. Like I will not argue which will be in which order between those two. So I don't know. I I guess why I want to hear. I guess what you have to say, and then I'll. I'm going to bring an identity politics. I'm tired of the white man getting all the say in things. I think the social... Okay, I think the social issues for Captain Marvel could have been handled a lot better than they were. Nikki Carter is a better female protagonist than Carol Dan. Both of those things are true! Both of those things are true! (laughs) But... I'm tired of seeing the strong. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, as I said, I'm bringing in the identity politics in it. So it's it's the the argument is flimsy. Uh, it's like I'm looking. I guess. I guess because I guess that, and then I think that for that case, it's like it's just, it's just terms of perspective. Like I think I'm looking at this list like critically. Like which movie is better? And like an identity policy. Yeah, Captain Marvel should be higher, but Marvel fucked up. Sorry, yeah. I said it. All right. <laughs> okay. How about this? How about this? Okay. You guys have to force me to watch the first Avenger in the next month by saying, okay. Anthony, you have to watch the first Avenger. And hey, Izzy is the one geographically closer to you, so oh, I, I, know. I don't know what I can do. You guys got to, but just message me and tell me to watch it better, and then I'll, I'll allow it, and then in, down the line I'll accept this ranking. All right, you could flip the two. You could put uh, Captain Marvel be- up below the first Avenger. 
Okay. That's it. That's the final change with the first Avenger. Okay. We're um, getting into the we good territory on, now. Yes. Did we settle on Iron Man 3 for 15, or did we want to get back to that? I think Iron Man 3 as 15 would be good. Uh, I, think it, I think there's elements of it that are not as great as, say, Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yeah. I think Iron Man 3 is a better movie than Far From Home. Yes. I disagree with that point. Okay. I will disagree with that point. I will disagree with that point. I feel like that is that is not a hill I will die on. The character, the character development of I do not think far from I'm far from home will probably end up higher than Iron Man three, but I do not think it should be too high. I don't. Yeah, I don't think far from home should be in the. That's that's fine. That's fine because my list has it high, and that's fine if we move it lower in the group list. But I will argue the fact that seeing Peter understand his going through the inability to trust anyone but himself and then overcoming that and then trusting himself to unlock his own ability and his own superpower to then use it in a fight sequence is awesome. And I've never seen that in any other superhero movie done that. I well. will. I 100% agree with that. I think just to fangirl about that moment, I guess like I 100% agree. I think, the heartbreaking loss you see in Tom Holland's face, like when he realizes that lack of trust, like that's so the act, powerful. The acting, the acting of Tom Holland in that sequence is awesome. Okay, hot not, take. And that, yes, hot take. What's I'm gonna say take? it right now. All the Tom Holland movies were better than most of the Sam Raimi films. Changed my mind. Oh, that's that, that's 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 good. I agree. Spider Man. Look, Spider-Man I will put two? this. I will. I will I say Spider Man Two fits in the bunch somewhere. But uh, has hey, you mess with Spider Man, you mess with New York. Stop. <laughs> yeah. But like watching scenes from Spider Man One does not age well. Ooh at no, all. Kristen, Kristen at Dunst all. in the Chongsam. Kristen Dunst in the Chongsam. No, thank you. <laughs> hey, you want to hear a story? I, I, um, this was about a week or two ago. I, you know, when you can't tell if something was a dream or if it really happened, I. Distinctly remember, I have a memory in my head of looking at my TV in my bedroom and seeing the store page uh, on Voodoo, the the movie storefront, um, on Spider-Man Three by Sam Raimi, with the cursor over purchase, and I did not purchase Spider-Man Three, but I cannot tell if I dreamed. That I almost bought Spider-Man three, or if I almost bought Spider-Man three in my sleep, <laughs> and I <laughs> that's pretty fucking good. Or it was in oh, your no. dream, like you had like a dream about almost yeah. purchasing Spider-Man three. Yeah. So I I think it actually happened because I I opened up my TV and there's like a, a menu because it's it's Vizio Smart TV and one of the promoted movies was um on it was like Voodoo Spider-Man three. So I think I almost I almost did that in my sleep. Um. I do All not right. think the Tom Holland movies should be that high up. But I, I will concede I think, Iron Man 3. I agree with that. I think I can, like, I do not want to argue for Iron Man 3 that long because it's such a divisive film. And if this is a consensus pick, I think Iron Man 3, again, th- these are I like. I love a lot of really worst good of elements the best. in Iron Man yeah. 3. These are worst of the best at this point. Of the oh, list. absolutely. I think, like. Yeah. I, I, I think Iron Man 3 has a lot of, like, constantly consistently fun sequences there's a lot of really good character with you know robert downey does a really good does a lot of really good stuff that you don't really see in the previous iron man films 
um, and really knocks a lot of um, really knocks it out of the park with like acting chops and you could the the character aesthetic of you know um, whatever his name is uh, <laughs> but but man um, but man uh, I I can't think of a word so I normally do you got it man with or person with but um yeah whoever he is yeah i i always like that director's aesthetic when it comes to film but this gets up poop man um yeah iron man 3 is fun but i mean there's there's parts of it that are just like meh Mm -hmm. like i don't really care about the Uh, middle middle of iron man 3 middle of iron man 3 when um when Tony is fighting the lady with the scar on her face, yes. and um, he's being terrible, very, ed- yeah, terrible editing, worst editing, yeah, worst action editing in the entire MCU, I think. Yeah, 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 awful. Great right. dialogue, however, terrible. however, great dialogue and the action sequence of of uh of Tony sneaking into the compound and then getting all the armor, love, love it, everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think, like, so, I'm sorry. I know we were talking about Iron Man for a while, so did we decide on, remind me, we were com- having that compete against number, we were having that compete against Far From Home? You guys argue that Far From Home should not be as high as I have. I, was I don't think it's... Yeah, I guess you were arguing that. I too. guess, like, to throw my hat in the ring, like, the biggest... Your hat has been in the ring the whole time, isn't well, like, All three of us are here. Well, I think... So my thing was, I think to some of my films, but my, some of my thoughts about Spider-Man Far From Home, like the third act of that film is one of the, is some of the best that like I have seen in the entirety MCU, like even over like most of like my top films, but the film is just so inconsistent and like shaky that like. You also hate the first 30 minutes of the movie and I find those fine. Exactly. Like I think like that. I got over like, that hump. And that's like, why I enjoy it. That's why it is so high. I'm saying that I think the third act of Spider-Man Far From Home can arguably edge over Iron Man 3. Like, I like I put Far From Home 14. I don't I, think no, that... I, I, put, I put Ant-Man and the Wasp. I think Ant-Man and the Wasp has a, real, a lot of really good moments, a lot of really good character moments as well. I think there's a lot of fun action stuff, a lot of cool character dynamics. Um, so just to... I guess just to break down the issue, are we stuck between like? Feel like Chris does not want to. Chris does not want the Spider-Man movies to move further from here. No, I don't think. I don't think we're saying that. I don't think we should have Spider-Man in the top like ten. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. It's Chris, I think Homecoming is better than Far From Home. I hundred uh, percent agree that's, with that. That's fine. That's fine. I I can understand that argument, but I think like in Ant-Man and the Wasp. Scott does nothing. He's he's a moron in that movie. Yeah, he I'm, literally does nothing I, in that movie. It's enjoyable. I feel like it's better than Ant Man One, but he does nothing in that movie. That's why, like, I have Ant Man and the Wasp, and um, then I will say I think it's one of the funniest MCU movies. I think Paul Rudd is just much funnier in that movie than he is in the first one. Um, but I he, agree. He, yes. he's he's a moron in that movie. Like. People's at least the card kind of scenes. Oh, oh, ooh, the card. Uh, all the card jokes were great. I love it. It's it's a hilarious movie. It's 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 really entertaining. Yeah. So, what's um, the verdict? Significantly less hearts, though. I think 
a lot of the thematic things for that movie did not work with me, which is why I would probably put that below the Spider-Man movies. Okay, how about this? We do Ant-Man and the Wasp, and then we do Spider-Man Far From Home. I'm okay yeah. with that. Okay, how about that? All right, great. Now we're going to get into the contentious part because I think Iron Man is worse than the Avengers. Yeah. Wait, no, no, no. So sorry, so sorry. No, no. I think so. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I remember my rankings. Um. Okay, granted, I would be... I'd be willing to say that. I don't... I think... It doesn't have to match your rankings. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm like, say... I'm like... I'm trying to... No, I'm trying to think about... I'm trying to think about it in, like, relative positions. Like, I can... I'm fine with saying Avengers, but I'm fine with like putting the Avengers over Iron Man, Iron Man, but I don't know where I want it in this top 12. Oh, speaking of which guys, we're almost we're halfway, halfway done. Yay. No, we are halfway done. Yeah. We are halfway done. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Wait, so. We're almost halfway done. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. Um, so done. here, how about this? We do Iron Man and then Homecoming, and then Avengers. Yeah. And I, yeah, yes. You guys want to make a, 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 a reasoning for that, so the people at home, why they why we did Homecoming I, and then Iron uh, Man? Avengers deserves <clears throat> a lot of credit just for being, like, existing as a film. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, Iron Man, I think... Uh, I love the dialogue. I love just how they shot the dialogue, like the, the improvised dialogue in that in that movie. Yeah. Yes, I, I like Favreau's approach to directing, but I think um, the movie just kind of ends. It, it's yeah. kind of a. It's kind it doesn't of a, really kind of conclude kind of in like this. Comes down. Yeah. yeah, like it works with for the Spider time. Like, not, like the the Iron Man ending works for the time, but like it does like feel like that. Oh, like there's clearly more. Now, now we want to let's say why we put Spider Man. Like low, not like in our top ten, because people may want to know why. What makes the movies that are in the top ten better than the movies, the thirteen movies below it? I think that's, I think that's, I think that is more. I think that's super important for us to distinguish. Like, why is Spider-Man: Homecoming not in the top ten? Like, what makes it a movie to be eleven? What makes it a good movie to be eleven, but not top ten? Yeah, I think like top ten films for me, like. They're consistent filmmaking. Um, like they are like I think they just like I think like we've been I think the term we used for Iron Man 3 was like the worst of the best. And I think like for when you get to top ten, like that's when like the heavy hitters do come to play. Like that's when everything like yeah. sort of dukes it out. I all think like, the, yeah, like the writing, like the character, watch. the visuals, all those things play into consistent they churn well. Yeah. I think like why I can personally say, I think why we, I think I can say like why I'm comfortable with playing Spider-Man Homecoming not in the top 10 is because like getting over like, like the initial help I've explained of like, yes, you do have to watch a second time to enjoy it. Yes, some things might not click right away. Yes, you definitely get that feeling of like, oh God, like I remember when I was in high school and it was super awkward. And like, for me, it's a very like cringy feeling that you sort of have to get used to. Um, and while the vulture is, Anthony just changed his yeah. I, ranking. I, I had to. I had to. I. I. I had Anthony, to put what did I say? I had to put Spider-Man: Homecoming before Guardians of the Galaxy. Undo that right now. No, I. It, 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 it's an internal. Undo thing. it. it was, I, Undo it. Mm, Undo it. 
All right, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I just feel bad seeing Guardians 2 not be in the top 10. Uh, it is. Oh, no, on yours. Well, too bad. We're going <laughs> to... Too bad. We're... Oh, that's, that's we're, funny. I, I'm not going to say it because we're not in the end game yet. Um, let's uh, go on to number... Here's the thing about Homecoming. Uh, I will say about Homecoming, I think the, the third act is amazing. It's really intense. The third act the whole, is really fucking the, good. The whole, everything from the Keaton being... The Michael Keaton being the father reveal onwards is just oh, fucking it's intense. So good. Like him, it's him, so him, like, good. Like him, him like abandoning the dance and like running through the hallway is just such like an um, like such an a tense shot and just 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 the intensity of like their confrontation. Uh, the not car, just in, in, the in, scene in the car is one of my favorite yeah, moments yeah, in the great. MCU. It's great. Yeah. Uh, but ju just like the That's desperation of Peter Parker, like in his homemade suit, like like hanging on a plane and then crashing on Coney Island and just like like just the vaults are just freaking killing yeah. this kid on the beach it's 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 really it's a really intense uh sequence uh that's why i think it deserves to be up there. yeah i it, it almost like makes up for us i think one of the big i think one of the complaints was that like oh like since tony stark gave peter this suit this new like suit that we see him wear all the time like you know you don't get to see t peter build everything himself and i think like by using that homemade suit you get to see that. You get to see yeah, why he's there. The big problem that I had with the movie. Yeah. and <laughs> so. just to reiterate that Tom Holland's the best Spider-Man that we've had. So yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm um, just like, honestly, as long as we get a Suicide Squad, not a Sinister, <laughs> a Sinister Six movie. As long as we get like an actual Sinister Six movie, that can, are we some kind of Sinister yes! Six? Look, look, look. There's already three villains right now that already exist in in the the Spider-Man, the Tom Holland Spider-Man movies. All we need is is three more, and like it will it will be great, and like all that's all I need, and I could be happy. It doesn't need to be in the MCU. Oh boy. It, like that's yeah, it, yeah. and I that would be really good. All right, number sorry, nine. Uh, just sorry to just now, just hurry things now along. let's talk about now let's move along. Number nine, I th the Avengers is a remarkable film that you know transcends, as we said, you know you know culmination of a bunch of different films put together, all these different characters, blah 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 blah. Very good, fantastic. Let's move on to number nine. I'm looking at our rankings right now, and so the only film that's number nine that is the number the only film that's number nine among us that is currently still, I guess, not on the board is Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy two was eleven and ten for Anthony and myself respectively. So I guess I think we can start the debate now of like what was better, Guardians one or Guardians two. Can I can I say one thing that's uh, a sidestep from this? Yeah. Yes. Um, Izzy, the, you obviously have Doctor Strange as number one, but it's a little lower for both me and Anthony. Oh, uh, where where'd um, you put it? I I put it at number fourteen. Oh, oops. Anthony has it at <laughs> seven. I think uh, you yeah. uh, willfully uh, ignored that part of my ranking, but um, I will. You know, I, I I can argue that maybe we'll argue. I can argue for here. Here's what here's what I can propose. I can propose I like Volume Two better than Volume One, but I recognize I'm in the minority because Guardians One was just such a new thing. But I put them so, so would, close would, together for me personally. Here's what I would here's what I would propose. I would propose Volume Two as number nine, Doctor Strange as eight, and Gar in Volume One as number seven. I will. I I agree with that. Yeah, I agree with that take. Uh. 
I'm sorry, I don't know. No, you, I'm not, I know, I, Izzy, not, it's your no, number one. No, it's not. For, it's, it, well, it's also that, but also I'm like, oh, God, what am I running again? Um, I will say, like, because I think we, I think Anthony and I sort of touched upon this, but, like, we didn't get to explore fully, but, like, so for me, my top two are Black Panther and Doctor Strange. I think, actually, I was telling someone about this earlier. I think for me, what pushed why Doctor Strange is so high for me is, like, like the MCU is a very smart franchise. Like, any of the, like, the Winter Soldier, like, any of the films will tell you that. I think for me, Doctor Strange felt like the first film. Like, Doctor Strange felt like the first film. Like, it felt well, like... Super unique? Well, not... Well, like, well, let me finish. Like, I, I could... It felt like I was, like, reading a book and, like, reading this... I guess in this case, like, reading the script and, like, analyzing it, like, from a literal sense, like, a literal, like, literal like a literary criticism sense. Like, seeing all those connections, like, seeing everything, like, really connect for the first time in the MCU. And I think, yes, I think the rest of the... Like, a lot of these MCU films, like The Winter Soldier, like, for one, like, they are very smart, very politically aware. Their themes are super well-developed. But Doctor Strange, I think, pushed the boundaries for how smart the MCU can be. And Black Panther, I think, build up, builds upon those, which is why I am definitely going to fight more for Black Panther to be like in the top five than like for Doctor Strange to be in the top five. But I think like Doctor Strange like established a lot of good foundations that like the MCU has moved on going forward. Uh, for me, I, I will say, I will say, Izzy, yeah. I have, regarding Doctor Strange as like breaking ground, I have no clue what you're talking about. Like, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, for me, oh, Izzy. Oh, sorry, Izzy, respond. Oh, no, I was, um, I, there was a timing mistake. I think, like, for me, it was, um, I guess to point out this, but, like, so I can, I guess to respond, like, for me, like, like, the interconnectivity between the time and his hands and just kind of seeing all those, like, work together, the fact that, like, I can still feel that shock value of like strange getting stabbed, like even in my third time in the theater, like all the, like just like the fixation of like watches, like just the really strong imagery and literary connections like amongst each other and like the MCU throughout the film. It felt like, it really felt like what felt though, it honestly I think felt like the film that showed this, it, it felt like a film that like showed like you taking, it doesn't have to be like a big franchise, like film like the Avengers, like, just like this small entry, like in the MCU, that showed this is a connected universe. I like, uh, like. Here's the thing: I really like the movie. I disagree with that literary point. I don't really see the connections within Doctor, like the the literal connections to the broader MCU. What I do see, though, is that it is a unique film that is able to broaden upon the MCU that currently existed at the time, and it could create something and and just go completely out there not only visually but character wise and i think for me what i got out of like what you were saying was that it like re-watching it i could feel like i'm reading the script like it is a story like i am like i am watching a fantasy sci-fi adventure and like the, the the visuals are coming off of the page and i can and i could see it kind of the miasma appearing on the screen where it comes yeah. from the music wow. and the script. <laughs> big words. Like the I'm using miasma. big words to really, really delve like points, into why yes. I like this. <laughs> but I like, th that is my criticism to what you were saying. I like, I feel like it does a lot. I feel like character wise, there's a lot of good, really great stuff. Benedict Cumberbatch does a great job. I really like 
him as Doctor Strange. I really like the character. It does a lot to build the universe, his part of the universe, but broadens it to the whole entirety of the MCU and what could happen next with him. That's that. Okay. Yeah. Now, Counterpoint. We already ranked Doctor Strange, so we no longer have to talk about it. Exactly. But we have to argue why <laughs> Guardians is better than Doctor Strange for our friends at home. Well, I think like I think we can touch. I think we. Had, I don't know. Well, I guess going future, going. I guess forward. I know where I get the top six already, but just for the sake of time, I think like for cases like these, we should just like just touch on a few small points. Like, don't have to go into a big debate just because like we. Guardians was the first yeah. Doctor Strange. Yeah. Does that make sense? Does yeah. that make sense? That Guardians make was the first breakout yeah. movie. You can't have movie. like you can't have like Idiot. most of the films in Phase Three without Guardians of the Galaxy. Kevin Feige said it best. <clears throat> Everyone was really happy about Guardians of the Galaxy, and the first film that he announced immediately after seeing you guys like the weird shit was Doctor Strange. Here's the thing. I I don't think we're giving Guardians enough credit. I think it was an influential movie, period, for Hollywood in this oh, like Oh, I'm I, I, I completely agree as well. The re like I'm just saying I that's would, more influential on Hollywood than Doctor Strange's or most of these movies at the bottom. Oh no, yeah. I, I awesome. what I'm arguing is that why like a specific reason in the MCU, but also it not only Guardians of the Galaxy not only changed how we how like what how we create film and what we include in our film and how we look at nostalgia, it also affected what music we listen to. Think about the advertisements that include fucking blue suede now because of and Guardians of the Galaxy. I want to raise a point that I want y'all to think about. So we've mentioned like, yeah, because of Guardians, we can do all this weird shit now. Do you think that if, do you think we have, I, I'm not going to phrase this right. Do you think Guardians also lent way for Thanos? Yes, I I know what you're gonna say. Thanos was introduced in the Avengers. How does that make sense? What, I don't understand what that means. So, <clears throat> in the sense of like this, yes, with this space exploration, like Guardians getting like weirder and crazy, like because that build's so successful, and then you and then during Infinity War and like Endgame, and like when you honestly first introduced like Thanos, like yes, like it is he is this like space. Alien and like for the most part, like those two movies are very much like these like fairly like emotional like dramas and like the weirdness of space is not the focal point of that film because you've seen space by that point. Like you don't need to think about, oh yeah, he's from space because you've seen it. What I'm proposing is that what I'm saying is that if Guardian because like the thing is also Guardians also developed Thanos more. So like if Guardians failed disastrously would you still have been able to go that like crazy and like you probably wouldn't have been able to do Doctor Strange, right? But like, could you have gone that in depth into Thanos as you could have been able to do if Doctor Strange did not succeed? Two things. Um, I I think so. I I think I I think if uh, Guardians failed, they would have to reevaluate Thanos as being a major focus. Uh, second thing, I think we're giving Doctor Strange too much credit for being weird because I do not think it was that weird. There was one freaky. There was one freaky scene where the like hands? um he was going through yeah like 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 that whole sequence that that was the <clears> freakiest <throat> scene. But everything else was like I don't know. Like I think Inception already beats Doctor Strange by six years in that department. So so, so here's the thing. 
that oh, to respond to your earlier point, we're Izzy, gonna be about, stuck on this forever. We've no, 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 this, no. I think no, it's I important know, about Guardians of the Galaxy, kind of going back to Guardians of the Galaxy fail. If Guardians of the Galaxy did not do well, we still have Thanos, and I think we could still have Thanos. We wouldn't have Doctor Strange, and we wouldn't have some of the films in Phase Three, but we would still be able to have Thanos in the movie and still be able to connect to the other. Um, the points because the Guardians would still exist in the MCU. Guardians, but they wouldn't it, have been as successful. It wouldn't have been as successful, so it wouldn't have been have it wouldn't have been a key part of say Infinity War. But you could have still included Thanos being a character because it still could have been weird. You still had aliens in the MCU at that point from the Avengers movie. I think it still would have been worked. It would have been different. But I think there would have been elements that would have been focused upon that would have not made it as weird or crazy. Okay. So I'm asking you this because I'm I'm asking you this because I do agree with Chris, we're not giving Guardians much credit. So I'm I know y'all put it at like nine to ten. I put number three. I was gonna argue, do you wanna put Guardians higher? Um move Guardian do you wanna move the Guardians films a little higher? I'm probably putting Doctor Strange at like nine or ten. But do you want to move these guardians? Do you want to move these guardians films higher? We have to see what else is up. First. Okay. Okay. Um, so num- remaining movies. So Infinity number six. War, so I have Civil Infinity War. War. Infinity Infinity War. <laughs> no, 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 no. So there could also be. I mean, Izzy, you had Thor Ragnarok at twelve, uh, which is also. Blasphemous. Oh, you had Black Panther uh, at eight, Anthony. What? Wait, Chris, where did you have Thor Ragnarok? Oh, you had fourth. Yeah, I had Black Panther at 8. It's just that the visuals, I just, I mean, like, it's a good movie. It's fantastic. I just, I just did not, I personally, as a person, just, you know, I know, like, for me, it's like, I don't know, it's just, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I yeah. can't even describe my reasoning for that. It's That's just okay. a personal thing. That's okay. Like, I guess for the films group thing, are Black for a group Panther, reason, I, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just, like, trying to move on because we're... I just I'm just trying to like guess move things along ish, but like I was just gonna say like the, like Black Panther can be higher because we're looking at it as a group thing. I think I think mm. we can move Guardians higher, and we can put <sighs> Chris. I don't think putting Guardians higher will match with our um, individual rankings. Like if we average that out theoretically, the problem here is that our tops, like my top six, would all fit in the group top six, but just like in any order. So like I'm kind of indifferent in what order because I think they're all very good movies. Mm. Um, See, Chris, you are controlling. um, You are controlling this because your top six and essentially your top five. Are going to be the same? Hey, listen, listen. I made uh, good arguments. You know, it's not like I uh, strong armed any of you. Chris is, you know, uh-huh. Chris does have many experience. Um, Chris, do you mind if I just copy your top six just so that it's closer to us for reference? Sure. Down. Okay. So how about this for number six? Infinity War. I mean, Anthony, we both put at number six. Yeah, I know, but I know, I yeah. Wait, Chris, where did you put it? Number six. Wait, it oh one? no, that was me. Sorry, I put number so five. You, you and Anthony put number six. 
Yeah, we should put it at number six. I feel like we should put Infinity War at number six. Civil War is a much is a much more compact film than Infinity War. Um, do you have any arguments about that, uh, yeah. Izzy? Oh no, yeah, no, I agree. No, I I okay. agree with you. I agree that Civil War is a better film than Infinity War. So, are you putting Civil War in five then? Yeah. Civil War five, baby. Sure. I, I like that movie a lot. Um, but I I understand that some people don't like it as much as I do. Um there's a lot of stuff there. Like I, I always argue, yes, it's a Captain America movie, but like, man, you can you can take some stuff out of that movie, I think. Um, Black Panther. It's four? Eight. Take out him. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. I don't, I don't, okay, all right, we have. Okay, all right, Izzy. I know we, you want to rush this, but this is our top fucking four. We need to discuss. Yeah, but you them. also have you also have bedtime, Anthony, in like twenty minutes. No, I, like, I agree with you. Bedtime is not in a Izzy. That bedtime, I, 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 I say to myself, I don't. I say, hey, I'm gonna go to bed at ten thirty. I never go to bed at ten thirty. I go to bed at fucking midnight. Okay. Ten thirty is when I, I get ready for bed. Okay, I don't think Thor Ragnarok is a top three film. So I, I, I don't know. I'm putting I don't know. it here. Is, I'm putting Izzy, my foot down. No, Izzy, I completely disagree with you. I feel oh, like Thor completely, completely propelled the character to a being. He is my favorite hero in the MCU. Okay, he, yes, I agree. He propelled the character, but like that's what heroes do. Yeah. That's like a technology effort. I think it's, I think it's a little overrated. Um, okay. Oh, oh, <laughs> I think it's a little. I, think, I do want to point out. I do want to point out that Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, the 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 back to back of the of real life uh, of of movie theater scheduling is is one of the greatest the 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 months between when thor ragnarok came out in november to when black panther came out in february is the some of the greatest is is it, it's it's beautiful here's the thing i don't think thor ragnarok is better than the other three films like i personally think that. yes i think like every i think like what taika waititi did to revitalize that character incredible i think that i think that i think that the other three creative teams behind the other three movies did a like went above and beyond like the winter soldier fundamentally changed the mcu way before any of the other all these films way before any of these other films did for how one this? how about this izzy? i don't think the writer should be in the top three yeah what this is he what avengers endgame fourth thor ragnarok third Damn. What do you think, Chris? I'm I'm giving you a I'm giving you Wild. a consideration. <laughs> I'm giving you a I'm 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 weakening Avengers Endgame for me because I really love Avengers Endgame and think it is in the top three. But I actually thought you, hey, can, I thought I thought y'all would have put Endgame on the on the very top. I uh, no, I don't know. I think like, like I enjoy it. I think it is an incredible movie that you know transcends like the fact that it it finished the mcu and was also still very good of a movie i mean it it you know it's very much well deserving of being in the top five so i'm i'm happy where it goes because of how well they did with so much pressure building up to it 
Yeah, I think like anything. I think it's. Uh, I think it's like I almost sacrilegious to put Avengers Endgame anywhere that isn't the top five. Not gonna lie, but like that's an extreme word. But like, I think that like, like these like. I think these four films have like are four like most these four films have argued like revolutionized like a lot of what we see in the MCU, and I think, but like Endgame was sort of the latter film in that like these other three films like did it earlier and like did it in a more consistent way. Like Endgame had problems. Like we've all talked about that. We've all yeah. admitted that. Like, I don't think. A, what are the problems of Thor Ragnarok? What are problems of Thor Ragnarok? I thought the actual. Um... The actual Ragnarok parts, I thought the Sakaar parts were amazing, and I just, I, I thought um, peppering in the Hela and Scourge scenes, like, in the middle of those was kind of like editing whiplash. I think Hela, um, I think Hela, Hela's a good villain, she's not great, and she could have been a lot better. I think. Our master's a better villain. Grandmaster's not a never, villain. Grandmaster I would never me. call. I would never call my dad a villain. No, you just... Goldblum is one of my 11 fathers. <laughs> I thought you... Didn't my, you learn Sorry, my 13. My 13. I, have, I added two more today. Didn't you... I have 13 fathers. I, thought, so I must have misheard you, sorry. But, like... So, my argument for... So, like, I did slot Endgame at number four. But I'm saying that the cinematic effort that Endgame was is a more significant achievement to me and more commendable than what Taika Waititi achieved with because like yes Taika Waititi changed yes Taika Waititi revitalized this one character and like this very much like this entire like wing and section of the MCU but I think Endgame the the realization of like all this like of essentially this culmination like I think like that's what puts it over Thor Ragnarok for me for three. Uh, here, here's what I want you to think about: um, Is this a list amongst the three of us, or a list for like, like the, the like society? Because if we're talking about like the wider world, there are a lot. I think Black Panther is better than Thor Ragnarok. But if you ask a lot of people who do not like the MCU, if they do like an MCU movie, they would probably say Ragnarok is the only is like their favorite MCU yeah, movie. If you ask an average has, person, they're gonna, they don't give a very wide appeal. Yeah. Ragnarok has very wide appeal. But I'm only saying if that's in the context of you care about everyone else's opinion. If we're talking about just the three of us, it sounds like we would care about Endgame more, but I'm not sure. We're talk- I- well, if we're talking about AP Marvel as a whole, we've talked positively about Endgame. All of us. All the six of the major pieces of us have talked about Endgame being... I've been negative towards Endgame before. I have. I am more. I like Endgame more from rewatching it recently. Big surprise. So, like, Chris, you bring no, no, no. That's very nice to hear, bud. Because you know, come immediately coming out of the movie, you were just like, ha! And like, you were like, you seemed stunned, and I felt sad to talk to you. I was scaring you. I was scaring you. You were scaring me. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, Chris, you do bring up a good point that like. You do bring up a good point, Chris. Like, if you ask someone who doesn't watch MC what their favorite three films, what their favorite films are, they will say The Winter Soldier, Black Panther, or Thor Ragnarok. I think you're very right in that. I don't think people, people, not enough people have seen Captain America, The Winter Soldier to give it 
like for wide ranging people to give it that that likability. I will I say that. That's why. I, I will say I, I didn't want to strong arm the Winter Soldier's number one because it's my number one. Um, because so I I really thought you guys would think that Endgame would go over Winter Soldier as like a because here's the thing here's the thing I think Winter Soldier is a better movie, but in terms of like a blockbuster event as like an experience to watch in the theater, Endgame like is like you have to take that factor into account. Yes, I think. See, this is tough because. You know, when we're talking about all these different factors, some of these things are weighted more heavily within our heads. So, like, I understand with you, Chris, Captain America, the Winter Soldier, the 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 compactness of that movie, as in, like, the near flawlessness of that film is much more weighted, is weighted much more heavily than, for me, the experience of Endgame. Exactly, yeah. And that's hard. The the story and the the what what Black Panther tells as not only a like cultural significance, but as a superhero significance, as uh you know, when it comes to us discussing it in the sense of fucking Academy Awards, Black Panther has weight. I think that we're gonna have Panthers to put Thor rich. Ragnarok. Yes, I think we're gonna have to put Thor Ragnarok at four. I think we're gonna have to put Thor Ragnarok at four because it is a very good movie. Because it's, I would say it's in the top five. You know, we didn't argue with Civil War on this one because these other four films just have much more weight to them. But I feel like Thor Ragnarok is still missing the, some of the elements. That the other three films that we're going to put in our top three have. They destroy Asgard and the Rockman makes a joke about it. <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> that kind of deflated a little bit. Yes, but so, even, like even still, like people who didn't give a shit about the MCU still love that part because it doesn't matter to them, even though that Asgard has been in the MCU for multiple films as like a, a place, uh a, a society, a culture, a thing, and people, and like, as you said, it's just thrown off as a joke. So, so now we have to get down to the, the, t the brass tacks of which one's going to be your number three. So, I had an idea. Do you all want to think about a top three and then propose it? Like, just for a few seconds on that, or what do you think that'll take too long? Like, we can just like say them out and then like... I I, I I actually think of the uh, another idea. We think of our number one first, and then we figure out our second and third. Yeah. Okay. Let's do number one first. Okay. Okay. What? So what's what do y'all think should be number one? So this is actually a discussion because none of us have any well, the only movie that is number one. Uh, no, the only movie. That is not that out of the three of us that we have as number one is the Winter Soldier because I have Thor Ragnarok, and Izzy has and Izzy has Doctor Strange. Chris, you're the only person I, with the Winter Soldier here, but um, I don't think that Winter Soldier, after reviewing and after discussing this with everyone as a group and as a collective. Part of me want—I don't want to give this to. Chris. Part of me also doesn't want to give this to Chris because that makes Chris more right <laughs> about his about these rankings. 
Well, just you've also I'll been be a horrible reality, Chris. Also, you've yeah. been talking like a sort of like you like you've been surpri- conveying your surprise in a way that's almost like should we put this as number one? Like saying I'm surprised you didn't put Endgame at number. One. Like I think you've been saying that for a little bit, and so so I think for me, I think it's Black Panther is number one. Um, I don't know about y'all, but. I do think it would be interesting to hear from Chris. Like, do you think, do you put Winter Soldier as number one in this group? Among our group ranking? In this, in this group? Um, yeah, as our group, as in, this is our AP Marvel ranking. I do not think that you two are as passionate about the Winter Soldier as I am, so I would say no. I, I mean, like, Chris, I do want to say I put it as number two. It's still a I, fucking incredible movie. Izzy, you put it all the way down at seven. You, that's not all the way down no right at seven. To, you know what I put b- above no it? Right Infinity War, Civil War, and Endgame and Guardians of the Galaxy. Which, the, the last one, which changed how we, what, how MC films are made almost. But that's an aside for later. So. Um, is it okay if I pulled, if I, um, I I'm going to criticize Black Panther a little bit though. Okay. Okay. Um, I think that the dialogue in that movie is boring. I think everyone's very regal for obvious reasons, but um, there's just there's just a lot of cliche in that movie. It's very theatrical. It's very. Um, it, it's just. I I the things I admire about Black Panther are the world building, the political aspect of it, the production design, the set design. Uh, it, it's just a really wonderful production i think the screenplay is not that a tier which is why i'm not surprised it didn't get best adapted screenplay nomination um also i think even people who like really like black panther can agree that that last train scene just looked really rough oh it was really Again, bad which is why i don't oh, i the- don't think it got it didn't get best visual effects nomination oh the replica bart um, train <laughs> Was that was that was supposed to I be? I just know it was based. I just know that train was based off the bar. Sure, that, that that makes sense for Coogler. But um, I think um, you know, I I think it deserved all those Oscar nominations. I just think that compared to the rest of the, I I just think it had the better chance politically of being in that field compared to the rest of the MCU. I do not think it's the best MCU movie. I I'm gonna agree with Chris. So that means we have to discuss between Avengers Endgame and Captain America the Winter Soldier. Actually, do what? Because we figured out which one is not the best. Should we put I mean We should I think we, we should put, figure out we should figure out if Black Panther is third or second. I think Black Panther. Mm. Wait, so can we just make a consensus now? Are we all putting Endgame as number 1 as Chris has directed? Also, no, no, no. I think I think that needs to be discussed. Right. Oh, it's all it's all coming back to me, isn't it? The only no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So you're that... saying that putting Winter Soldier as number one would be a wait would be an affront to me? <laughs> no, it would be a affront to me because I didn't want you to be entirely right about these freaking things. You're so, too smart. So the only way to go against Chris <laughs> is to put Black Panther as number one. Is that what I'm hearing? No, the only way to go against Chris. In the sense of the rankings, would be to put Avengers Endgame first. But I also don't entirely—I don't know if I can agree on that yet. I'm not solidified in my yeah. in my point on that. I need to. We need to discuss this. this. Is really funny. 
So I know I like I love this. Turn out this way. I love this. this I don't is know if you watch good. like you know what I you know what this feels like. I don't know if you watch like Polygons Overboard like when they're playing coup and it's like Karen and Jenna and Pat Gill are essentially stuck in like a three way like stall because of like alliances right, right. and their own actions and I think that's what this feels like right now. I feel I feel like I have an idea for I feel like I have an idea for the image for this episode and it's the scene from the murder episode of The Office where it's uh Dwight Andy and Michael all pointing finger guns at each other uh and then uh that's the image because then we have me you and uh me Chris and Izzy as the three people I feel like that would be funny trust no one trust no one uh all right so here here's okay I'm gonna say this about endgame and I'm going to stop debating because I want you to decide the top three I think endgame is a very concise movie, even though there's so much. It's literally the longest movie, and structurally, it's just a movie that makes sense. And also, everyone talks like real people in that fucking movie, and I love. I just love it. It is a movie about superhero mo- about about superheroes, <laughs> and they just they're just normal people, and I really like that about the movie. That's the last thing I'll say. You three, you two. Oh, I'm pretty about I, me I, and ranking there. Yeah, I think. Chris, and Chris, think- Chris, Chris, Chris. That yeah, that yeah. statement that that critique really spoke to me, in in a sense of this, in a in a poetic sense, you know we just ranked <laughs> no like listen we've just ranked twenty three movies that we have witnessed uh, the entirety of the MCU get to this one this one point of Avengers Endgame about all these different wonderful characters doing their all fantasy fantastical things going off into space going out into the universe you know fighting bad guys punching things in the face you know developing as characters contemplating their own morality their own mortality and you know we have never uh, you know we as human beings never you know we we believe in these superhero myths and we go out and we we create stories and we write things because we want something to be better than ourselves because we've been living in a shithole and avengers endgame with all of its flaws just said that even those magnificent wonderful heroes that can go out and literally save the universe are just human beings yeah, that's why I also, I mean, I also agree and, like, put... And that's also applaud. <laughs> it's like a cap speech right Yeah, there. and I think, like, <laughs> like, I'm, and, because, like, I think... Like, put it number I'm, one, Izzy. Type it in. Make me feel good. Yeah. It is a cinematic event, and I think it deserves that. Um, More than that. I will say, Anthony, if you want to talk about two and three, because Chris is not talking anymore, I guess. Um... <laughs> So I'm, I want, so I am more, I'm inclined to say Black Panther 2, Winter Soldier 3. I don't know. I'm like, for me, I actually had to stop watching Black Panther. Like I had it on and I'm just like, part of me was just like, I was bored by the dialogue. And also like, for me, like when I watch movies where the main character is defeated, in the middle of the movie by an outside force, which literally happens in both of these movies. Sometimes I can't rewatch the movie because like, I don't want to see the downfall of the character. I think like, 
Do you know what I so mean? So I know, Anthony, you were talking about, I guess, how the identity politics, like the social themes, like those played more like, those played still like, I think those played like throughout your list, but like for me, in the top three, those like take more of a priority for me. I think like, I think that these, I mean, I it doesn't- Wait, wait, are you saying that I, sorry, are you saying that identity politics did not have a factor in my list or had a factor in your list? I'm saying that identity politics and like, like I, it's like how you were thinking about like, you know, Captain Marvel and like First Adventure, like those kind of stuff. I'm What I'm saying is that like, that was like a fa- I think that was a factor throughout all your lists, which I uh, like appreciate and like. And I think for me, like sort of like those like social issues and awareness, like that's becoming a thing. That's now a priority for me in the top two and three. Because like what I was going to say is that I think we've talked about all night how like these two films have like made a big impact like on the MCU and like on the greater like Hollywood like, filmmaking. I think Black Panther's effect was a lot larger on the culture and on the community. Someone literally said during the Patriots Steelers game in their introductions in like the defense, Wakanda forever, which I died at. Like that literally happened. Yeah. I think like Black Black Panther has the cultural thing that beats Winter Soldier. I, and I think I Sorry. think you cannot deny the enormous and cultural impact that Black Panther has had. Yes. You're That's right. why it's number two for me. I think we should put it at number two then. Okay. Do you want to explain why Winter Soldier is number three? I think the I, I think the, the crux of it is that Black Panther has a cultural aspect that Winter Soldier does not hit upon. Like the Winter Soldier hits upon, you know, the cultural aspect of, you know, living in a security state. Um, and, you know, that's, you know, that is our current state right now. But Black Panther is, is, is lasting. It hits, it hits everyone. Like uh, so many people have seen that movie and it has impacted on a much wider cultural level than Winter Soldier ever could. Um, where imp- Captain America Winter Soldier is a reaction Black Panther, no, what is it? Uh, they're both reactions to society, whereas one af- uh, continued to affect society, the other one stayed stagnant. Yeah. All right. And I think that I think that's kind of the the core of this type of thing. So, um, Izzy, do you want to do the honors of going through the bot from the bottom to the top? Okay. So number twenty three, we have Thor: The Dark World, and number twenty two, we have The Incredible Hulk. Number 21, we have Iron Man 2. At 20, we have Thor. At 19, we have Avengers Age of Ultron. At 18, we have Ant-Man. At 17, we have Captain Marvel. At 16, we have Captain America the First Avenger. At 15, we have Iron Man 3. At 14, we have Ant-Man and the Wasp. At 13, we have Spider-Man Far From Home. Number 12 is Iron Man. Number 11 is Spider-Man Homecoming. At number 10, we have The Avengers. At number 9, we have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. At number eight, we have Doctor Strange. At number seven, we have Guardians of the Galaxy. At number six, we have Avengers Infinity War. At number five, we have Captain America Civil War. At number four, we have Thor Ragnarok. At number three, we have The Winter Soldier. At number two, we have Black Panther. At number one, we have Endgame. Anyone have any final changes or points that nope. they want to argue? <laughs> nope. nope. Why? Yeah. You Why you? May forever <laughs> hold your peace. All right. We did it, Locked guys. In. Ching, ching, ching. Lock it in. Chris, okay. did you really like my speech about Endgame? 
I, I uh, almost cried. Actually? No. <laughs> no, it was a good speech. Yeah. Um, I, I just like to be... I like validation. I want to be valid. Validate me. Um, you are very valid. Should we close out? Do you know Absolutely. what? You can validate me by signing up for our Patreon. Stop! We have a Patreon. Uh, you can also validate me by, you know... Interacting with us on Twitter, that'd be a cool place. You can come and contact me at the Pizza Taco on Twitter. Yell at me. You don't like these rankings? You like these rankings. What would you change? Uh, yell at us in the comments below. Uh, tell us your ranking on Twitter. Tell us your rankings on that Twitter. Was good, that know? was a good, at that us. was cheesy, but a good segue. Say, say, I why, say that. why Black Panther should have been first. Say why Endgame should have been, you know, fucking 23. Uh, Join the should Captain America the First Avenger be higher debate? Sound off below. Uh, like and subscribe. Uh, and hit that bell. Oh, um, Chris, what's your Twitter? I'm at Compenderizer. Where are you, Izzy? I'm at Delirland. Thank you to Steve Molitor for the theme music. Thank you to all our patrons. Thank you to all of you listeners. Chris, am I missing anything? Charles Villanueva. Charles Villanueva. Charles, Charles Villanueva. Oh, thank you, Charles Villanueva, for the logo. And uh, yeah, we're also, probably gonna do the Patreon. Yeah, we, 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 oh, we, yeah, Patreon. You already mentioned that, but oh, uh, should we? Oh, yeah. So we are bi-weekly starting after this week. Yes. So our next episode will be be about ads. Really? Wait. I'm finally doing it. Wait, really? Yes. Ads. I, I believe you, but All right. I just need to like, oh yeah, it is dads. Yeah. Stay Finally tuned. doing the episode about dads. Oh, I did forget to say, Anthony, um, for all the, gar in the Guardians debate, I will say Ego is like my, one of like my top three villains in the MCU. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're doing bi-weekly now because uh, <laughs> there, there's not a I lot need of to stuff graduate. going on. <laughs> and there's, there's not a lot of stuff going on. We, we've been, you know, struggling, you know, kind of, you know, we, we have a lot of our stuff on our own plates in our own lives that we've been trying to focus on and kind of deal with, you know, with the crumbling of society as a whole, uh, blah, 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 you know, weighing stress on us, you know, Amazon's burning, everything's on fire, you know, all that great stuff. So we're, we're just going to be doing bi-weekly and we we'll, might be switching it back um, depending upon, no promises, but we might be switching it back to weekly depending upon how we hit into the spring. Uh, with Black Widow, Eternals, whatever else comes out. You know, the Disney Plus shows are going to be a lot. And I think Weekly would be fun, you know, considering that they're not going to be doing Binge. So we're going to maybe do recaps. Ooh, that would Is be that fun. promise, Anthony? Because we haven't really talked about that. You're just, you're just you know, saying I'm, this. I'm just spang saying things like, look... Other other you know Marvel podcasts out there do recaps, but what we're gonna do is we're gonna get down to the nitty gritty. We're gonna and not we're do gonna recaps. Do... And yeah, <laughs> well maybe we will. Depends upon like we'll cover maybe we'll cover the first episode and then we'll cover the last episode and then do a retrospective on the whole season. How about that? How about that? Yeah, maybe something. We'll and talk about it amongst ourselves. We don't have to broadcast our meeting minutes to uh, the world. Yeah, All but, right. you know, I, you know, maybe people want to see the other side of the curtain. You know, what we're doing, oh, what our lives are like. All right, bye everyone. Goodbye everyone. Goodbye. Thank you. Love you all. What's up with the rankings? Ranking. We'll rank the rankings. Rank, 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 rank. And 
I'm gonna stop the recording. Twice now.